All right, I want you to open up your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 26. And when you have it, say, I got it. And we're going to read verse 31 through 35. Matthew 26, 31. When you have it, say, I'm there. All right, if you're not there, say, wait a minute. All right. Matthew 26, 31, it says, Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, Even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Truly I tell you, Jesus answered, This very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. Go ahead and give your neighbor a high five and you can have a seat tonight. Praise the Lord. This evening, I want to speak a message. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. So if I start busting a rap, maybe worship team, just come on up. Amen. If I get a little excited, praise the Lord. <laughs> But this evening, I want to speak a message that I believe the Lord has placed upon my heart. And the title of the message is Walking in the Power. Somebody say, Walking in the Power. And there's a few things that I, I want to point out from this passage of Scripture, and then, then I'll be done. But the first thing I want to talk about is we see in verse 33. I'm going to read it again. It says, Peter replied, even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. So the first thing I want to point out is we see in this passage of scripture is that Peter had a desire to serve God. He had a desire. He says, if even if everybody else falls away on account of you, I never will. And he said, even if I have to die with you, I'll never disown you. So that sounds to me like Peter had a desire to serve God with all of his heart. So I want to ask this evening, how many here have a desire to serve God? Just wave at me. Okay, great. You say, um, I want to be all that God wants me to be. I want to do all God wants me to do, whether it be serve him or maybe use your talents for him, maybe sing for him, uh, whatever, be a man of God, be a woman of God, whatever it may be. I believe most of us, if not all of us, have a desire to do what God's called us to do. And you say, well, Pastor Dre, my desire is just to be all God wants me to be. Amen. So. Speaking of having a desire, many of us, we got saved and we had a desire to serve God. We still have a desire to serve God. Peter had a desire to serve God. So the first thing that I see is he had the desire. Somebody say desire. Matter of fact, even some of us before you got saved, you had a desire to change. Come on, somebody. Whether it was to stop partying, hello. Stop doing drugs, hello. Stop doing this. Stop, stop going to prison. Hello. Stop lying. Oops. <laughs> stop doing this. Stop. We had a desire to want to change. Uh-huh. So desire is a good thing. Having the desire is a good thing. But the challenge is for you and I to go from desire to reality. See, many of us here even have a desire to do things for God. Right? Whether it be uh, 
serve God or use your talents for God or get involved in ministry for the Lord. Many of us here have a desire to do something for God. Like I said, to be a man of God or to be a woman of God. But I think the challenge for you and I is not desire. The challenge is to go from desire to reality. Go ahead and say amen. (laughs) The challenge is to carry out the desire. See, the first thing that I saw Peter had, he had the desire But something happened in verse 69 through 75 that kind of shocked me. It shocked me, and I'm sure it probably shocked you. So not only did Peter have a desire to serve God with all his heart, but something happened, something took place that was very shocking. Right after he stated he would die for God, he ended up denying that he knew him. Isn't that kind of shocking? Right after he made a statement. Even if everybody disowns you, I'll never disown you. Then he goes on to say, matter of fact, I'll even go as far as to say, even if I have to die with you, I'll never disown you. But right after he stated that, he ended up denying that he knew Jesus. Matter of fact, if you don't believe me, let's take a look. Let's read verse 69. Now, Peter was sitting out, same chapter. Now, Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about. Verse 71. Then he went out to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. Verse 73, after a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man, and immediately the rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times, and he went outside and wept bitterly. See, he didn't only deny Jesus once. He didn't only deny Jesus twice. But he denied Jesus three times. We even see in Matthew 26, 74, he even began to call down curses on himself to prove that he didn't know God. He wasn't with God. He wasn't with Jesus. Okay, now let's get something straight. Before we go any further, let's get something straight. This is the same Peter who told Jesus that he would never disown him. Right? That even if he had to die with him, he would never disown Jesus. Now we see him not only denying God or Jesus, but he denied him three times. Now, you don't have to answer this, but have we ever been there before? Hello. Before you got saved, maybe you had a desire to change and you said, this is my last time I'm ever going to do this or do that. This is the last time I'm alive, last time I'm still, come on somebody. And the next thing you know, you found yourself right back in the same situation. You had the desire, hello, but just couldn't. Now the thing I think we could all agree about Peter is he didn't deny Jesus because he didn't have a desire to serve him. Listen to me closely. He didn't deny Jesus because he didn't have a desire to serve him. He wanted to serve God. I think deep down inside, he had a desire to serve God. I think deep down inside, he had a desire to do what God had called him to do. But somehow, he just couldn't pull it off. 
Because he even told Jesus, he goes, I'll die for you. So he had the desire, but he just couldn't pull it off for some reason. He wanted to change. He wanted to follow Jesus. He wanted to stand strong. He wanted to be all that God called him to be. Come on, somebody. See, Peter had the desire, but he just couldn't pull it off. He kept coming up short. You ever came up short? Not only did you and I want to change before we got saved, but there may be some here tonight that you want to serve God. You want to be all God wants you to be. You want to do all God wants you to do, but you keep coming up short. Hello. You want to serve God. You want to go forward. You want to be in the will of God. You want to find yourself doing what God's called you to do, but somehow you just can't carry it out. Kind of like Peter, having the desire but can't seem to carry it out. Come on, somebody. We, we, we get touched at the altar. We're broken in the presence of God. Huh? We're, 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 we're here at the altar, and, and God's touching our lives, and we're saying, God, whatever you want me to do, I want to do. God, when you got, come on, everything's coming out. Come on, somebody. And you're getting a hold of God, and God's breaking you, and you're like, God, here's my life. My life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself, I give myself away. Right? You're in the zone, right? Come on, I'm the only one that's been there before. <laughs> you're in the zone. But somehow, we keep falling short. Hmm? Then we end up finding ourselves in Peter's shoes, having the desire to serve God, but denying the power. Now, I know when we think of denying Jesus, we think of backsliding or not serving God, but that's not what I'm talking about. We can also look at it from a different perspective, and we can look at it like this, and I want us to look at it like not tapping into the power available to us, not denying his presence, but denying his power. Hello, somebody. See, not denying Jesus, but denying the power of Jesus. Let me read to you a quote about a, 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 a float that happened. This is from the book, God Came Near by Max Lucado. And it says this. One New Year's Day in the Tournament of Roses Parade, a beautiful float suddenly sputtered and quit. So imagine that. You know how you got the New Year's Parade and all the, the floats are going, got roses on them, Right? So what happened is one year, a uh, float sputtered and quit and stopped up the whole rose parade. It was out of gas. Imagine that. Ran out of gas. The whole parade was held up until someone could go get a can of gas. The funny thing is, this float represented the Standard Oil Company. <laughs> Gas is made from oil. So with all of its vast resources, its truck was out of gas. Often, Christians neglect their spiritual maintenance, and though they are clothed with power, find themselves out of gas. <laughs> How many know that God has the power to keep you and I? Yes, 
Peter fell away. Yes, Peter denied knowing God, but you and I need to also know that God has the power to keep us. God has the power to use our lives. God has the power to help us stand. And God has the power that you and I need to do all that he's called us to do. If you think that's good, go ahead and clap for the Lord. Uh, I'm so used to speaking Afrikaans. In Cape Town, in Afrikaans, you say, clap your Honda eshe dunk dat is goed. That means clap your hands if you think that's good. I'm teaching you some Afrikaans tonight. You say, see, tonight we might not be not, tonight we might not be denying God's uh, presence, but we can deny the power. See, God has the power to keep us. God has the power to change us. God has the power to use us. Hello, even in our inadequacies, even in our shortcomings, God still has the power to use our lives. See, you and I might not be denying God's power by a mistake by denying Jesus, but some of us may be denying the power of God in our mission or in our ministry. Woo! I'm going to break that one down for you. I'm going to break it down. Is it okay if I break it down for you? See, 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 Peter denied Jesus that he knew him. But you see, some of us might not be denying that we know God, but we can be denying his power in our mission and in our ministry. You say, Pastor Dre, what do you mean by that? I'm glad you asked. I believe we all have a desire to do what, called, what God's called us to do. Just like Peter had the desire to follow God. But sometimes we can find ourselves not doing what God has called us to do. We can find ourselves denying his power, not in our mistakes, but in our ministry or in our mission. Let me break it down what I mean by denying the power of God in ministry or mission. Let's talk about ministry first. We want to be involved in ministry, but we don't think God can use us. Hello. We want to join the worship team, but we're not for sure if God can use us. We want to graduate the home, but we wonder if God could pull us through. We want to lead that Bible study, but wonder if we have the ability. We want to be a leader, but doubt if God can use our life in that way. See, is it that God doesn't have the power to use us? No. Is it that God doesn't have the power to change us? No. But like the Standard Oil Company floats. It may be that we can find ourselves not tapping into the power available to us. Like the float that ran out of gas. The company had all the resources, but just didn't tap into the power available to them. Not only ministry, what about mission? Not only can we find ourselves struggling to tap into the power for ministry, but we can also find ourselves struggling to tap into the power for our mission. We know God has a calling and a mission for our life, and we have a desire to pursue that mission, but sometimes we keep finding ourselves thinking, will I really be able to carry out what God's called me to do? I know he's called me, but I don't know if I could do it. It sure is quiet in here. Hello. Are you still with me? <laughs> Sometimes we can find ourselves like, I know God has a plan for my life. I know God has a calling for my life. But when I look in the mirror, I wonder if he chose the right person. 
Does he really know me? No, you see me in my suit and my tie and my shoes and all that, but you don't see me after church. Come on, somebody. But God still chose us. God still says, I can use you. Come on and clap for the Lord if you think that's good. See, somehow we might keep finding ourselves thinking, will I really be able to carry out what God's called me to do? We want to pursue the call of God that he has on our life with the passion. We want to press on like Paul and go after the mission that God has for us. We want to do all that God has called for us to do. But sometimes we find ourselves not being able to do what we want to do or what God has called us to do. Once again, is it that God doesn't have the power? No. But we can find ourselves like the float stuck in the middle of traffic even though we have all the resources available sometimes we might not tap into it all right let's get back to Peter now even though Peter had the desire to serve God and even though Peter ended up denying Jesus three times something happened that turned his whole life around and I want to encourage us with that tonight I said I want to encourage us with that tonight So you're saying, tell me what happened. I'm glad you asked. Something happened that happened to Peter's life who went from, God, I want to serve you with my whole heart to denying him three times. But then something happened here that drastically changed his life. Here we see the desire. I believe all of us have the desire to serve God, to do what God wants us to do. But sometimes we might find ourselves not denying his presence, but denying the power. But there's something that happened to Peter that I believe changed his life, and I want to talk about it. And you can go to Acts chapter 2, verse 1. If you're fast enough, you can turn there and read with me. If not, just follow along. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4 says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire. Somebody say fire. <laughs> they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them. Somebody say all. Come on, say it like you mean to say all. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. The third thing that I see in this passage of Scripture is Peter got filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. I get excited about that a little bit. The Bible says that you shall receive power. I said the Bible says you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you. See, Peter got filled with the Holy Spirit and his life was changed. Somebody say power. Come on, tap your neighbor and say power. See, the good thing about Peter is that he didn't quit when he made a mistake. I said the good thing about Peter is that he didn't quit when he made a mistake. (laughs) But he made it to the upper room. I feel like preaching a little bit tonight. Is that okay? He didn't quit when he made a mistake, but he made it to the upper room. 
I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but God sent me to tell you, don't quit. Tap into the power. Yes, I know you might have made some mistakes. Uh -huh. I know you've been denying God with your actions. Uh, I know that desire to be faithful is there, but you just can't seem to pull it off. Uh, I know you want to go after all that God called you to go after, but you keep coming up short. I know you want to get involved in that ministry, but you find yourself wondering if you can do it. I know you have the desire to change, but it just don't seem like you can. I just stopped by to tell you tonight to tap into the power. Somebody say, power Woo! the bible says you will receive power when the holy ghost comes upon us i don't know about you but i need that power i said i need that power i was a young man before i got saved i was real quiet didn't like to get in front of people didn't want no attention coming my way. My friends used to have to force me to rap at the parties. Come on, somebody. My family used to ask me, why are you so quiet? The cat got your tongue? My own family. It's good to have my mom with us tonight right here. Amen. I was quiet. I needed that power. Oh, but when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I said, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, there was a whole different change, baby Bubba. A whole different change. God filled me with his power. I went from a young man who didn't want to get in front of people, but now when you give me a mic, I'll bust the flow for you. Come on, somebody. I'll pre Where, where's, the, where's the worship team? Can you guys come on up here? I might need a beat tonight. I'm a little, is it all right if I, is it all right a little bit? Because I tapped into the power. Somebody say power. I don't know about you, but I needed that power. Because in my own ability, I'm real quiet. In my own natural personality, I'm real quiet. I don't want to get in front of people. Even getting up here, I would go through changes. I don't want, even if I was in school and I was late for class, I would just ditch class because I didn't want nobody looking at me when I walked through the door. That's how shy I was. But I thank God for his power. I thank God for the Holy Ghost power. Now I'll get up in front of people and preach the gospel now i bust the flow if you give me a microphone you don't have to force me because now i i be filled with the holy ghost power i don't know about you but i needed that power i needed the power of the holy ghost i know you might have tried to change on your own i know you said i'm not gonna do drugs no more i'm not gonna go to prison no more but you found yourself back in there but it wasn't until you tapped into the power it wasn't until jesus Christ came into your life now you're set free saved filled with the Holy Ghost I, I wish I had some help up in here tonight I said I wish I had some help up in here tonight it wasn't until you tapped into the power you tried programs you tried 12 step 10 step 8 step but all it took was one step to the altar Jesus came Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wave at me if that Holy Ghost power has changed you tonight. I don't know about you, but I needed that power. I thank God for the Holy Ghost power. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but I know you have a desire. You want to go forward, but you keep tripping up. I dare you to get to the upper room and tap in. 
and tap into the power because that power changed my life. I was quiet, but now I bust the flow because I'm an old school rapper from back in the day, back when TVs had antennas and rappers had DJs. Uh, it wasn't hard, you know, I keep it simple. Just give me a mic and a 12 inch instrumental when I'm ready to flow. Oh, y'all don't know about the kangles on the dome and shell tips on the toe because that was back like in 1984 when Run had DMC and Dougie Fresh ran the show. Ah, it's been a while I've been the hip to the hopping. Back when break dancing was known as popping. Let's bring it back, cause now I Christian rap. If I do anything besides that, it's whack. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Somebody give me a J. Give me a E. Give me a S. Give me a U. Give me another S. What's that spell? Cause there's a Holy Ghost party going down right about now. Throw your palms in the sky and make a joy for self. Get your groove on and get your move on. I hope you came into this place with some dancing shoes on. But if you didn't, <laughs> it's okay. You can praise the Lord and save Jesus Christ anyway. Uh, Cause he's the one who brought you out the Mari clay. When you think about that, it should make you want to sway. To the left, to the right, but sway with all your mind. Just remember that you're swaying for the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Say hallelujah! Hallelujah! Somebody say hallelujah! One, two, three, four! I lift my hands to the sky, up to the most high. You're looking at me funny and you're wondering why. Well, I used to lift my hands at the parties and clubs, shouting party over here while I was cutting the rug. The music was playing, somebody's DJing them. I grabbed the mic and rhymes I'd be saying, but now I'm changed. Things just ain't the same. I'm still lifting up my hands, but I'm praising his name in the sanctuary as I get my praise on. He's worthy from the morning past the break of dawn. I'm talking about none other than Jehovah Shalom. So won't you help us out as we sing our song? Jesus, I don't know who needs that power. Somebody say power. Woo! Have a seat, have a seat. Most of us tried to change. You tried programs, tried this, tried that. But it wasn't until you tapped into the power. So if you wonder why I'm so Holy Ghost, it was the only thing that could change us. And like Peter, once he got filled with the Holy Ghost, his life wasn't the same. Today, what we need are some Christians who are filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh, God bless all four of you. Uh-huh. I said today what we need are some Christians who are filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Not filled with hype. Not filled with entertainment. Not filled with noise, but people who know how to tap into the power. Is there anybody in the church tonight that wants to tap into the power? Is there anybody in the home? Is there anybody that's sold out that wants to tap into the power? 
I know you find yourself wanting to do right, wanting to serve God, wanting to make it through the home, wanting to do this, wanting to do that, but you keep coming up short, or maybe you find yourself keep struggling. Tonight, I tell you to tap into the power of God, because that same Peter, listen to this, and I'll come in for a landing. That same Peter who denied Jesus and acted like he didn't know him was a totally different person when he got filled with the Holy Spirit. He was a totally different person. We see in Acts chapter 2, verse 14, it says, Then Peter stood up. In Acts chapter 2, verse 14, you can read it. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's nine in the morning. This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. So Peter began to preach the gospel boldly. The same Peter who had the desire, the same Peter who denied Jesus, but something happened in the upper room. The Bible says that they were all filled with the Spirit and began to speak. I feel the power of God in this place right now. And they began to speak in other tongues. So Peter came out that room with some power. Now remember, it was the same Peter who says, Jesus, I don't know who you're talking about. Not only once, not only twice, but three times. But once he got filled with the power, he said, excuse me, can I have your attention, please? He was not ashamed of the gospel. He was not ashamed. He didn't deny Jesus. Matter of fact, he began to preach the gospel boldly. He says, listen up, everybody, like some of us when you're on the street corner. Excuse me, can I get your attention, please? I just want to thank God for my salvation, first of all. And then I want to thank God for bringing me up out of the miry clay. I'm talking to you, brother. I'm talking to you, sister. I'm talking to you. Come on, you know how you do it at the street rally. That's how Peter got. He got radical for Jesus. He was sold out for Jesus. He said, excuse me, can I get a little bit radical on you? I know I just finished denying him three times, but I made it to the upper room. And I got filled with the power. Give me a microphone. Can I get radical? Are there any radical Christians in the house tonight? Woo! Check this out. Check this out. Listen to this. And then it says in verse 40, it said, okay. Okay. Hey. Mm. All right, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Keep that. Keep that. Keep that. In verse 40, it says, with many other words, he warned them. And he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Listen to this. 
those who accepted his message were baptized. And about 3,000 people were added to their number that day. Okay, let's get something straight. Peter, desire, right? Right? He had the desire, right? Wanted to serve God. But then he found himself denying Jesus. Not once, not twice, but three times. Then he finds himself in the upper room. And he got filled with the power. The Bible says that tongues of fire came to rest on each of them. Right? And it said they begin to speak in other tongues. And the Bible says, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So now we have that Peter who stands up in front of the people and says, listen to me. I got something to tell you. Can I tell you about the power of Jesus? Can I tell you that this is God pouring out his spirit? His message was so powerful that 3,000 people got saved. So there must have been at least <clears throat> 3,000 people there. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I don't know if everybody got saved, but at least 3,000 did. So it's funny how he denied him three times, but each, for each denial, he got 1,000 people. <laughs> I don't know if three times denied and 3,000 has anything to do with it, but I want to let you know something, that there's somebody waiting on the other side of your obedience. Come on and clap for the Lord if you think that's good. Come on and clap for the... So, my point is this. Don't get stuck in your denial. Make it to the upper room. Because somebody's waiting for you to preach that message. Somebody's waiting for you to teach that Bible study. Somebody's waiting for you to get a breakthrough. Somebody's waiting for you on the other side of your obedience to God. There might be a family member waiting for you. There might be a gangster waiting for you. There might be a drug addict waiting for you. Don't get stuck. I dare you to tap into the power. I dare you to say, God, I can't do it, but I can do it through you. My Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do I got a church in the house that's ready to tap into the power of God Almighty? I dare you. I, I dare This is what I want to do. I want to pray for some of you tonight. Maybe you say, man, Pastor Dre, that's me. I desire to be all God wants me to be. I desire to go for all God has for me. But I've been denying not his presence, but his power. Because I look at myself and I say, I don't know if I can do it. And honestly, we can't do it. But God can do it through us. And if that's you tonight, you say, man, just say a prayer for me. Because I know God has a calling on my life. And maybe he's been challenged you to get involved in ministry, get involved in this area, but you're like, I don't know if I can. Maybe he's even challenged you to be a leader, but you say, I don't know. I don't want a title. I don't know if I can live up to it. And we can't. But with the power of God, all things are possible. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to pray. And if that's you, I'm going to ask you to get out of your seat and make an altar call. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. I pray if there's anyone here tonight that you've been challenging God in ministry, in a mission, whatever it may be, God. And sometimes we feel like we can't, 
And the reality of it is we can't do it in our own strength. Peter had the desire, but he fell. It wasn't until he tapped into your power he was able to stand for you boldly. And you used his life in a powerful way. God, I pray that you would help us to tap into your power tonight. We want to be all that you've called us to be. We want to do all you've called us to do. We love you. We thank you. We're going to sing this song one more time. And if you're in your seat and you want to come forward, I just want to pray for you this, this evening. So let's sing it out. If God has ministered to you, I want you to come. That's it. Just come. Set a fire.